This is Shane Gibson's Sales, Social Selling, and Influence Podcast. Today's podcast is focused on a day in the life of a social seller, digital, social, and virtual sales daily disciplines. Why I want to focus on this today is I've talked a lot of high-level strategy over my last few podcasts on trends that are coming up approaches that we want to have as a digital first organization but i wanted to drill right down to the front lines for us as sales professionals and really look at what is it that we need to do to truly be effective in social selling what do i do daily what are the kpis key performance indicators i should be focused on as a social seller so let's talk about social sales i feel like i shouldn't have to share this at this point in the game, we're over a decade into what I see as a social selling and digital first movement. But still, I ask people, is this really, people ask me, I'm sorry, is this really something my people should do? Or this is kind of difficult or challenging. Is it worth it? Or I'm kind of busy doing the things I've always done. Why would I change the way I do things? So I wanted to share some quick stats off the top. For those of you who are already converted into the world of digital first selling, I apologize, but I want to kind of share this, maybe even to reinforce for those of you who are listening who are already deep into this process, that yes, you've made the right choice to invest in social selling. So a recent study, and this came out a little over a year ago from LinkedIn, and what they did is they looked at salespeople who were using LinkedIn Sales Navigator, and they were in there on a daily basis using it in a disciplined fashion, and they compared it to other salespeople on the same teams who were also having access to LinkedIn Sales Navigator, but maybe not using it as effectively. And so if you've ever seen the LinkedIn SSI, if you haven't looked up LinkedIn SSI or Social Selling Index, and you can actually get a free report on what your social selling score is within LinkedIn. And so they took the top performing social sellers and compared it to average social sellers within these organizations and compared their results in sales. So here's what they found. Social selling leaders create 45% more opportunities than their peers with a lower social selling index. What they also found is that social selling leaders are 51% more likely to reach their quota. And they also found that 78% of social sellers outsell peers who don't use social media whatsoever in their sales process. Of course, one of the things that I found when I did my own study in partnership with the Canadian Professional Sales Association is that 50% of all sales professionals in Canada which aren't using social selling on a daily basis missed quota last year in comparison to over 75% that used it hit quota. So why I share this, of course, is a significantly higher chance of us missing quota if we're not really utilizing these tools. I, I would probably hazard a guess that in the last year, because most of us have been forced to be completely remote in our sales process, that the number was closer to 100% of the people who weren't using digital and social selling in some way probably missed quota last year. So another stat that I find interesting, and this one was uh, actually from Forrester, and this was done just 24 months ago, and they looked at B2B sellers, so business-to-business sellers who embrace social selling were 72% more likely to exceed quotas than their peers that didn't. So kind of similar results we're seeing here from three different sources. The reality is we need to be social selling. 
So the challenge, of course, and this is, you know, for me, is that it's not about one brilliant viral video. It is actually about daily disciplines. And it makes me think of this quote from Alan Rickman. And what Alan said, of course, the late Alan Rickman, great actor, said, I think there's some connection between absolute discipline and absolute freedom. And I think that's a lot to think about as far as a quote. It carries a lot of message in it, even though it's a short quote. And what I really like is that concept that absolute discipline, a full commitment to a new discipline, will give us absolute freedom or results in our selling. That's my true belief. So the challenge, of course, is an absolute commitment to social selling and digital selling can also look like an absolute waste of time. <laughs> we can quickly become ineffective. You know, too much screen time, as we know, begins to erode our effectiveness. Too much time scrolling. The average person scrolls about 300 plus feet a day on various channels, social channels on their smartphones on a daily basis. Most of that, I would guess, is not highly effective. It's habitual. It's a, it's a nervous activity for many of us. It's a distraction. And so I think it's important that, yes, social selling is a very powerful tool, but also we've got to realize that we can go from social networking to social not working pretty quickly. And so really the key here is to have daily disciplines. And so I wanted to share with, in my mind, what the daily disciplines of a highly effective social seller are. Now I've got 12 here in a list of 12 things I think that we should be doing on a daily basis, literally measuring them and checking them off as we do them. And when I read them out at first, it looks like, wow, that's a lot to do. But in fact, by having a set group of activities around social selling, you'll actually spend less time on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram than more. The goal is to have strategic goals to get in, do the right things, and then get out and get back to doing the other aspects of selling and growing our business we need to do. And hopefully getting outside to enjoy some fresh air at the same time. So the day in the life of an effective social seller, in my mind, looks something like this. I'm gonna go through 12 steps. So first thing, in the daily disciplines, and actually I've posted this as a visual out of one of my slide decks on my blog at closingbigger.net. So if you go there, you'll find this as a list, closingbigger.net. If you go to this podcast post, and here are the daily disciplines. Number one, get up in the morning or into the office. So if you're working from home, it's me. I get, it, I get, out of the, I get up in the morning, I roll to bed, I, I grab a coffee and I, I do the first thing I do is I check for signals. So I use Nimble CRM. Uh, some of you may use a competitive tool like HubSpot's um, email tracking system. Doesn't matter which or Yesware or uh, I know Zoho CRM and Salesforce has something similar, but it notifies me who's opened my emails. So I'll know who's opened my emails and interact with my content. And so that's one of the first things I do in the morning is I check who's engaged with my content, download proposals and whatnot, and see if anybody needs an immediate follow-up. Then, of course, I check for likes, retweets, comments, and private messages on the major platforms I'm on to see if there's anything inbound that's urgent or needs immediate engagement. So that's kind of first thing in the morning for me because things happen overnight. I work in different time zones. There's people who get up earlier than me, uh, people from back east who I do business with. So that's my first step is to really check inbound signals or opportunities to engage. Second is the next thing I do is I visit top client and top prospect social profiles for updates and opportunities to engage. So I have a list within my CRM 
of what I call A category clients. Those are the 20 percenters that give me 80% of my business and A category prospects. Those are the potential 20 percenters that will give me 80% of my business moving forward. And so what I do is I have a list of them and each day my CRM triggers it's a certain number of them. I'm gonna actually go look on their profiles to see what they've tweeted recently, what they've posted on Instagram, what they've posted to LinkedIn, any questions they've asked somewhere or other key relevant platforms. I don't follow a lot of my CEO clients on TikTok yet, but that might change. And so from this perspective, what I'm looking for is opportunities to actually comment, interact, ask a question, and develop and keep mindshare with them. So I'm keeping my finger on the pulse with them, but it's also a proactive engagement process. It's kind of like accidentally bumping into your key account at Starbucks in the lineup and saying, hey, good morning. And that's really how are things going? And I noticed you did this press release, congratulations. It's that type of outreach. So that's the second thing that I believe a good social seller will do. Third is look for trigger events on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So trigger, uh, Craig Elias, a uh, great sales author and speaker, uh, developed a whole discipline and was one of the first people to kind of coin this term trigger events in sales. And so a trigger event is any major change or shift or event that drives a potential opportunity. So often with change or an event, there's opportunity. So a trigger event on LinkedIn, I could notice that someone posted a piece of content about a new program their company is offering. That's actually an opportunity for me to go and engage. A trigger event could be a promotion. Uh, it could be a notable anniversary. Uh, trigger event could be a product launch. Uh, on Instagram, a trigger event might be somebody posting information about an upcoming conference or photos about a company event that I can go in and with context begin to interact. But it also may give me insights on where their company is heading, what direction they're going, and give me the competitive intelligence to actually reach out to them. So third thing is I'm looking for trigger events. Then fourth is I'm going to thank people for following me or on LinkedIn for, or Twitter, for instance, or uh, I'm gonna follow back or accept connections with other people, and I'm gonna thank them for doing so. So I, I know one of the things I try to do is if a notable person on Twitter has followed me, they're a key account, an influencer, uh, a potential client, uh, another author, you name it, is when they follow me, I don't just say, hey, cool, so-and-so followed me. I'll, they'll follow me, I'll actually spend some time to look at their profile, see what they're about, and send them a personalized message, or publicly just tweet them and say, hey, thanks, Fred, for connecting, have an awesome day, hope things are going well, and, Austin, Texas, or whatever it might be. So fourth is to be gracious, to thank people for connecting with us, to reciprocate, reciprocate following, and to make, with, make new connections. Then the fifth step, my fifth daily discipline, is to add offline connections and cross-platform connections uh, to LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. So if you're out in the community and networking and you get someone's business card, I might talk with them briefly and, I, and I'll just let them know, hey, Great to meet you. Hey, I'm gonna, I might reach out on LinkedIn if that's okay. And I'll actually just say that casually and they'll say, fantastic. Or I'll say, are you on Instagram and Twitter as well? And say, yeah, I'll find you there too. And that's literally all I say. And most people are saying, hey, great. And sometimes they actually find me before I find them. But on the other side, if I'm connected with someone on Twitter and there's good banter going back and forth or Instagram, for instance, I will proactively go out and find them on LinkedIn, which is more of a business platform and more business context in many cases to make an initial interaction. And so it allows me redundant connection points or, or multiple contact points with the same people. On the other side, the other piece around adding connections is that if I've got one connection in that company, I'll use LinkedIn Sales Navigator to find the other key accounts or connections within there that I should also be connected with. 
So number six, and this is key, is yes, I'm checking for signals. Yes, I'm visiting other people's content. Yes, I'm looking for trigger events and then I'm thanking people and I'm making sure I'm adding people from all of my networks. Is six, the other one is I'm gonna curate and create one to two great pieces of content daily. So, and it depends upon the platform. So LinkedIn, I tend to put out one to two pieces of content daily and they tend to be curated content or archived content from my blog or videos I've created in the past that I continue to feed out on a regular basis. I tend to create one to two brand new pieces of content a week that will go out on LinkedIn and the rest is either curated or recycled to save me some time. If you're a sales professional, you're not a content creator, that means you're taking content from your company, from blogs, from reports, from other channels, and you're gonna curate it, plus relevant news, insights, studies from third parties that would resonate with your audience. But the key is I'm gonna share one to two pieces daily. Uh, now, Instagram might be one to two photos daily or a, you know, a few Instagram stories daily, Twitter, on the other hand, you know, you can get away with and probably need to be posting and tweeting content at least six to seven times a day just to maintain a pulse and be somewhat visible to your audience because the half-life of a tweet is about 15 minutes compared to LinkedIn, which continues to push your content for a week or more once you post it. So curation is number six. Number seven is ask for introductions on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So the seventh number seven is I find really interesting is a lot of salespeople will do cold outreach, but for some reason they won't take the time to see who's also connected that person already and ask for an introduction. And if the person you're asking for an introduction from, if you have a lot of credibility with them, if you deliver great service, if you've got a good relationship, they'll often give you a nice endorsement as well as they give you the intro to that person. And so what I've found is that although it's more work to get somebody else to make the introduction, it almost always warms up the connection and there's more rapport instantly. So get in the habit on a daily basis of asking, even if it's just once or twice, but asking for introductions to key people in other people's LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter networks. Number eight, do something community focused. So give back, participate in something. Share a blog post from a local charity or, uh, or a fundraiser from a local charity that you want to support, put it out there. If you see a new author who's just written a book and they're just starting out in their, you know, their area of discipline or their rebranding and they've self-published, man, share their book, help them out. If you see a local artist who's doing something cool, promote it. The point is, is that use your brand to also do something within the community and do something bigger than your brand daily. Number nine, engage with key influencers of your micro niches and greater community as a whole. So yes, I've got A-category prospects and A-category clients that I engage on social, but I also have key people that influence audiences like them that daily I find a way to inter interact with them. I might be just commenting on their posts and getting involved in the conversations, but sometimes it's actually asking them the question, or engaging them at a deeper level, uh, maybe through uh, potential partnerships, for instance, or joint ventures, you name it. Then 10 is send content to key accounts for lead nurturing as prompted by my CRM. So some of the things that I do, part of social selling is once I've developed a relationship with somebody, they don't just live on Twitter or LinkedIn, they end up in my CRM. For me, it's my nimble CRM. 
And then every couple of weeks, Nimble reminds me that I should probably reach out to that A category prospect with something value added. And then I have a list of touches that I could utilize. So it's an archive of sort of evergreen blog posts on key pieces that VP of sales would resonate with them on how to hire the right person or how to lead a social sales team or, uh, you know, five tips to uh, creating a strong sales enablement program. And there's some key podcasts and pieces of content that I just send out to them every couple of weeks. Or sometimes it might even just be an invite to an event or a, hey, by the way, congratulations on whatever's happening in their business. But the key factor here is that number 10 is that you need to have a proactive process for reaching out and engaging key accounts. Some reminders. So great, you've made this good connection on LinkedIn. They've accepted your connection. You've done an initial meeting. It hasn't gone anywhere yet. It might not for a couple quarters, but you need to stay in touch. And so that needs to be scheduled in your CRM. Number 11, and this is key, is proactively reach out to new prospects with context. And so a lot of what I've talked about so far is about nurturing existing relationships, being a good community member, sharing good content. And from content, people are going to engage your content, create conversations and relationships. But it takes a while to build that momentum where you have such a brand as a sales professional that the business comes to you. So while you're doing this, you want to be proactively reaching out to new prospects with context, which means you want to use a tool like LinkedIn Sales Navigator or other social media monitoring tools that are effective for Twitter and Instagram, for instance, to do this as well. And that is LinkedIn Sales Navigator will let you know, here's your A category prospects, and here's five or six things they recently posted, or here's what's happening in their company. And why that's important is it feeds that information to you so that when you're reaching out to that prospect, there's even a suggestion, for instance, in the message box of LinkedIn Sales Navigator, it says this person just interacted on these three posts and they just posted this content. And so why I share this is that if I go in and read what they've been up to and I understand what's happening in their company, I'm not spending sending spammy, generic garbage pitches through LinkedIn or by email to people. Instead, I'm sending them an email based upon something I observed that's only about them. And that's a real key is proactive outreach with context. And then number 12 is get sociable. Uh, I love to bring this concept up. Uh, again and again, this concept of getting sociable, as Stephen Jagger and I kind of coined sort of the term, so to speak, um, from a social media perspective over a decade ago, the idea of getting sociable is using the internet to get off the internet. In other words, don't get diluted with the fact that, oh, I've added 300 LinkedIn connections, I'm awesome. Well, how many of those LinkedIn connections have you actually had a real phone conversation or a Zoom meeting with or met in person and deepened the relationship in a way that it got real and now they're truly a valid connection that you've got rapport with and some depth with. So my suggestion is number 12, the biggest and most important daily discipline is that you're getting sociable daily with some of these key connections, which means that you're not using LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram to sell your product or service as a sales professional. I believe you're using all of these platforms to sell the appointment, to sell the phone call, to sell the Zoom meeting. That's what we wanna do and then let that person-to-person -person selling skill really kick in, and that's what gets the deal. So quickly reviewing our 12 disciplines. These are 12 daily disciplines. Number one, check for signals. Anything inbound or alerts. 
Number two, visit key prospects profiles to see if you can engage. Number three, look for trigger events. Number four, thank and follow people back. Don't be collecting connections and not engaging and thanking people. Number four, add offline connections you meet to, for instance, LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram, whatever you're using. But in addition to this, you got a bunch of Instagram connections, see how many you can get on LinkedIn and vice versa to create some redundancy. Number six, curate and curate at least one to two great pieces of content daily on each platform. I would say Twitter, it's more like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, but the other ones, one to two is fine. Uh, number seven, ask for introductions on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter from your trusted connections. Number eight, do something community focused that's bigger than your brand. Number nine, engage with key influencers. Number 10, send content to key accounts for lead nurturing as prompted by your CRM. That's long-term funnel building that you've put together. Number 11, proactively reach out to new prospects with context on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. And number 12 is remember, it's about getting sociable. It's about using the internet to get off the internet or at least using these loose connections as an opportunity to have a deeper connection through phone, through Zoom, through Microsoft Teams, whatever platform you use, or in person when possible. So, Wrapping this up, I know it's a lot. It's just 12 daily disciplines. Go through them, think about it. How can you fit them in your day? Break it up into, you know what, four disciplines in the morning, four just after lunch, four for the end of the day. And I'm sure you can, with literally 35 to 55 minutes a day, you can get most of that done if you're really focused and systemized. So wrapping this up, part of this around these daily disciplines is also the ethos or the attitude we approach them with. So let's think about this. You don't want to go viral, you want to go valuable. So stop creating content because you know this meme is going to get shared, which you know is a nice to have, it gets you in the algorithm, you're going to game the system, but it's probably not going to tap into the key driving motivators and build credibility with that vice president of marketing that you're trying to connect with, right? Or that CTO you're trying to develop credibility with. So develop and share content that's valuable to your audience. Context bound is what we want to think about, not inbound or outbound selling. So it doesn't matter if the lead is coming in or if you're going out to connect with them, you need to have context in that conversation. That only comes if you really engage them on social and you really do a good job of evaluating and pulling all the data out of their social channels. Don't think, and this is the other key piece, is don't think 15 interactions per day. Because it's easy to say, I'm going to do reach out to 15 different people per day on LinkedIn and I'm doing awesome. That could just be a whole lot of noise. Instead, think, I'm going to have 15 value-added interactions per year with 200 really great potential and existing accounts. And it just so happens that boils down to 15 actions a day. But you've got to think about bringing each and every one of your connections through this process of ongoing lead nurturing and connections. Jay Levinson, father of guerrilla marketing, actually coined the term, uh, incredible marketer. One of the things he shared with me many years ago is it takes nine conscious interactions with the brand to convert someone to be a first time buyer. Right, whether you see it on the TV and you see it on a billboard and you see an internet ad and a friend talks about it and then you get a direct mail piece and the whole nine yards. But the whole point was is that it takes about nine conscious interactions where you actually could recall when you've seen that brand to convert. But the reality is we only absorb about a third of the brand messages and interactions and consciously 
can recall them. So what does that mean is that it's more about like 27 interactions to convert overall with the brand and the individual people within that organization. So it takes time to build trust and mind share. And, you know, if you've put one piece of this content out, if you interacted with someone three times, it's not about giving up at that point. In fact, another thing Jay Levinson said with I like it, he says is more, more money has been wasted on good ideas in marketing that have been given up on than bad ideas in marketing. And so what he really is talking about is people have given up on good ideas too soon. And so it takes consistency and discipline and ongoing interaction and trust building to truly build a magnetic, strong social brand as an individual or as an organization. And while you're building that magnetic, trustworthy brand, you need to eat. <laughs> okay, so this is really important. You need to eat. You need to bring revenues in. So that means that although I'm a big believer in sharing great content and engaging and building this valuable brand where people reach out to you and want to do business with you and where every call is a warm call, the reality is, is while you're building that, which might take quite a long time to build, you also need to get proactive with that context-bound outreach, asking for new connections, cold prospecting with context, and make that part of your daily discipline, even if it scares you half to death. Part of it is you gotta make those steps to proactively outreach to new connections. One of the final things about discipline is that when we first start doing a new activity, taking up a new sport, any type of new discipline, it feels unnatural, right? It's a bit of a grind. We have to consciously work through our checklist daily. But after a while, it'll just become part of what you do and who you are. And social selling will become natural and intuitive for you. This is Shane Gibbs' podcast from ClosingBigger.net. If you want to pick up my latest book, it's called Real Results in a Virtual Economy. You can find it on Amazon.com. Great book for organizational leaders and sales leaders. If you want to book me for your next conference to talk about social selling and digital first organizations, you can email me, shane at salesacademy.ca. If you haven't already, I'd love a review on Apple Podcasts of this podcast. Much appreciated. And of course, I'm at Shane Gibson on everything. So whatever you, wherever you like to hang out, I'd love to connect with you. You can find me at Shane Gibson on Instagram, at Shane Gibson on Twitter, and of course, LinkedIn.com forward slash IN forward slash Shane Gibson.